DJ Playboy. What's good, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And of course, I'm here riding solo dolo, but I got to bring y'all all the latest in news, entertainment, politics, all that, man. So how y'all doing, man? It's been a while, like a little week since I seen y'all, man. A lot of things have changed. Uh, not much going on in my life. Went down to New York City, got to kick it with the uh, my parents, my mom's birthday, you know what I mean? So got to see them. And, um, you know, as your parents get older, you start... you put you in that in that frame of mind man you just want to start just seeing them more and more and and and, and spending time with them and having those conversations uh we spoke about it i do another podcast shout out to my homegirl ao niche called ao niche and friends and we spoke about that earlier this week too just like how important those phone calls are and reaching out to your family so you know what i mean i'm trying to get more into that it's a little not my strongest point but i'm trying to do a little bit better in that of course mother's day right around the corner so you know what i mean That's, that gives me another excuse and just all that. My mom's birthday is here. My sister's birthday. My girl's birthday just passed, man. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's a lot. April's a lot for your boy. But I'm happy, man. It's spring. It's warm out. You know what I'm saying? My energy's different. I, I, I'm hitting the gym a lot more. You know, as soon as it get warm out, you start noticing how tight them t-shirts fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, let me let me tighten up on, on a couple things around here. But um, I'm just happy to be here, man. Happy to be rocking out with y'all. Make sure, shout out to everybody rocking out on the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you... uh like everything that we do just to keep keep touch keep in touch with what we doing up here at perfect talk podcast i go by the name of dj playboy and we're gonna start with my spotlight story man i like to just focus on something in the news it might not be the biggest story but it's something that caught my attention it's something that i want to talk on for a little bit and this week's spotlight story comes from uh killer cam harlem's own cameron you know what i mean uh he posted a picture online on february excuse me uh april 8th uh, a photo of Michael B. Jordan and um, Jonathan Majors. And underneath, captioned it, uh, the reason I didn't go see Creed. Um, it was random. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the movie would have been out for a few weeks. The picture had been circulating in publications and online. And, you know, Cameron just... Cameron, he's making, making content. We all know Cameron has a new sports show that's out um, on YouTube. Go check that out if you haven't. Um, and if you're a fan of Cameron, you know, like, how he gets down. Um, so just, I guess, you know, feeling like they had to make some content, feeling like, you know what I mean, they had to put something out or just want to stay, just state his thoughts, you know what I mean, talk about it, what's on his mind. Uh, Cameron posted that. Um, and it got mixed reviews online, you know what I mean, people in the comments. Uh, they were... For it and against it, you know what I mean? Uh, let me see. Fabulous. You know, shout out to Fabulous from Brooklyn. Uh, said that this was a funny promo shoot for a boxing movie and had the crying laughing emoji on it. Um, Don Q, uh, according to Hollywood Unlocked, also commented, uh, they should they couldn't just take pics with boxing gloves? Uh, question mark. That's crazy. Um, so, you know what I mean? There were, there were people who found it funny and, you know, found a joke in it and um, there were also people that were like a little bit offended by it or, or, or condemned his comments, uh, looked at it as being negative, uh, feeling like uh, the picture, in reference to the picture, it was actually good. Please let's not promote that narrative. Black, not love, joy, and friendship looks good on black men. Um, and put a brown heart emoji. Um, so a lot of people also coming at camera saying that, yo, this seems a little bit homophobic. You know what I mean? This seems like uh you you were kind of call, trying to call him gay um and, and which camera responded who said anything about gay i just said i didn't see the movie because of this pick it had the man str uh, shrugging emoji uh you thinking about something gay which i have no problem with anyone gay um 
Somebody told Caramon it's a really good movie. He said, um, don't care. Another person said, just when I thought you grew up. And Cameron responded, psych. Um, so like I said, I, I think what I want to speak on here is um, people try to throw the home, 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 be a homophobic on Cameron. Um, homophobia. And I don't necessarily think that's what this was. I think it was toxic masculinity more than anything. It's like, you know what I mean? A man is supposed to fit this narrative. A man is supposed to fit in this box. A black man is supposed to be gangster. A black man is supposed to be tough. A black man uh, can't show sensitivities at any point or otherwise. He's um, coming out of the closet, I guess. Um, and Cameron wasn't the only person that, that gave this response to this picture. You know what I mean? I listened to a pop, popular podcast where they spent, you know, a good amount of time joking on the picture. Um, but it also is a comedy podcast. So, you know what I mean? They were leading towards comedy. And, and Cameron uh, posted this on social media where people are trying to be funny. You know what I mean? As I take a sip of my coffee. Now, but people are trying to be funny um, online in the comments. And it's like, they're not always trying to necessarily say like a... Uh, their thoughts on society or exactly what's going to be politically correct. They're going to say what's going to get comments, likes, and uh, res responses, uh, replies, right? So, I, I, I'm a fan of Cameron. I love Cameron's music to this day. I still bump Purple Haze, one of my favorite albums. Um, and I'm a fan of everything Cameron does. I like his sports shows. Uh, this, I thought, was a little off base. And, and it's uh, you could tell by the comments, it, there were mixed reviews. You know what I mean? There were people that were just like, yo, this is corny. Um, you try to play them. There are also people that brought up the fact that Cameron used to wear pink, right? Remember when Cameron came out with, uh, I believe it was after Come Home With Me and, and the Purple Haze era of Rockefeller, uh, he was rocking pink minks, you know what I mean? And, and pink t-shirts. He had a generation of thugs out there rocking pink t-shirts in the hood, like, uh, that you never seen it before and it was happening. So there was an influence out there. And I guess what people were trying to, were trying to say, or, or, or I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if Cameron was able to define pink to what he wanted it to be and, and made it cool, made it fashionable, made it acceptable, um, you got to give these brothers the same freedom with their art, right? Or with their, their, the, the, the photo shoot that they decide to take. It's like they're trying to let sh another side show, right? And, and maybe they chose this because it is such a, a, a violent movie. There is a, a movie where it involves fighting. It's like, let's show another side to black men that's not always fighting, not always violence, not always what the media wants to portray and uh let's let's give the media opportunity to show us in a different type of way um i'm sure they were fully aware that it would get this type of response but it, i think it's on us as a society and and i'm i'm not just talking to black people I'm talking to all people to really stop putting people in their boxes you know what i mean stop putting people in you know what i mean round pegs and square holes and trying to make it fit it's like it, don't, it ain't always gonna happen like that um i'm a black dude like I listen to, all, obviously, I'm a DJ. I listen to all types of music, too. It's not just hip-hop music. It's, it's, you know, something I specialize in. But I've, I've been bumping uh, Morgan Whalen's recent album, Heavy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I listen to rock music. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of 90s rock um, and beyond. It's just, it, it, I, I started rocking to more Beatles music recently. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't close myself off to those social constructs. You know what I mean? That a black man's supposed to listen to this and drive like this type of car and you know what i mean be interested in these type of things it's like nah it, it's a big world out here and it, it's a beautiful world when you're able to express who you really are you know what i mean you got a lot of people out here in this country that feel like they can't be who they feel they really are and, and will go to the extent of you know having surgery to to look a little more like who they feel that they are so when you see like a brother out here that's willing to be outside of status quo and, and, and show us sensitivities let's not as a society break that down let's let's applaud that because 
that type of freedom is the same type of freedom that Cameron did when he, when he was able to rock pink minks and people, you know what I mean, that, that that wanted to look at him and say, oh, that's gay or, or you know what I mean, I'm not looking to nobody that wears pink. You know what I mean? He was able to open up that to to a bigger crowd and be like, well, get past that stupid stereotype, get past that nonsense and, and, and you know what I mean, this shit is dope. You, you don't want to expose yourself to it and I think we got to give Michael B and, and Jonathan Majors that same freedom. You know what I mean? Let them expose a different side of masculinity. Let them sort of expose a different side of black men that you don't see on a daily basis just to let it be out there in the, in the zeitgeist <laughs> that it exists you know what i mean uh first story up man let's get right to it y'all been hearing about this big government document leak you know what i'm saying it was like a, a week long you know what i mean that, that i was hearing about it I, i'm sure it was in the uh stratosphere longer than that but i was hearing about it um and just like who, who who leaked this what's the documents out here you was you was seeing the information but they was like yo we got to figure out who leaked this who got this out there and uh they did they caught the, the young man uh who did it his name was jack texera um he was charged for the government document leak um he's facing federal charges um removal retention and transmission of classified defense information yeah. <laughs> young Jack Texera, uh, he used to work on a, he's a national air, excuse me, air national guardsman, uh, from Massachusetts. Um, he's 21 years old and he worked on a base. Uh, he used his access on that base, uh, allegedly to take documents home, took pictures of them and then posted them to, uh, the video game, social media site or platform discord. Uh, yeah, I've been hearing about discord for a while. Um, and I know a lot of funny business does. <laughs> does go on on there uh and that's how they caught up with him you know what i mean just my man was out here just just putting information out here for no reason um information on israel south korea ukraine um ukraine military positions international support for ukraine just how america felt about the war like uh if they even thought ukraine was actually making any uh progress or if they thought it was you know something that they was just gonna run out of steam real soon um they spoke hey some of these documents had sensitive topics under such as uh under what conditions putin would use nuclear weapons um showed that we spied on not only our enemies but also our allies <laughs> you know what i mean so it, it, it's it's looking real murky out here for uh, young jack texera um they're saying he faces a minimum of 15 years but more, more more than likely will face more and possibly it could be like 10 years per document that was leaked so uh it's something that is it, not taken lightly um definitely something that put people at national security at risk something that put our troops who are overseas at risk you know uh it's just silly i don't even get the purpose of it you know what i'm saying um and then I, I guess that'll come out in days to come just exactly what he was why he felt the need to do this but it's just silly you know what i mean and i don't get that right you have this portion of the company uh of the country that super patriotic you know what i mean america this america that and then you know what i mean i want to i want to be in the the, the 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 armed forces i want to carry a gun for this country i want to do this that third but then they get in like young jack texera get disillusioned and then you go to like exposing secrets you just go to the other side like i don't get that that's <laughs> that's some wild boy shit that's worse than january 6th shit in my opinion you know what i mean or, or at least just as bad like you know what i mean but but you was trying to help the other side uh, you know what i mean like that's nervous i don't get it at all i don't get this thing where people just want to post things online to be uh recognized like you, i've never seen anybody get fame off of just posting shit online i see people get noted um 
not, not not even notoriety, just like infamy. <laughs> to be honest with you, like you you find yourself just being in trouble. Like I I think of Snowden. You know what I'm saying? Like like shout out to him for revealing what he revealed. But you you got to go live in Russia. You got to be on the run. It's like nothing comes from being the first one to report something unless your name is TMZ or <laughs> something like that. Like there's it, nothing that comes from being the, the leak, the 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 snitch, the 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 rat. <laughs> so uh we're gonna see what's gonna happen with uh young Jack Texera, you know what I mean? He also he was assigned to cyber defense operations, right? And he um I'm assuming used that type of access to get access to uh these top secret documents. Um but also while he knew the search was going on to find him, he used a security clearance to try to keep tabs on the investigation as well, allegedly, uh by searching the word leak on government on his government computer. Which, you know, I guess everything about this case just shows a level of uh, a lack of intelligence, I, sh I guess uh, <laughs> I should say. So, like, it doesn't surprise me that he would be searching the word leak on his government computer while being the cause of the leak. Um, people, <laughs> make smarter decisions, you know what I mean? Because you, you literally are just setting yourself up for trouble. Uh Speaking of decisions, I don't know if I want to call them smarter or dumber, just interesting decisions. Uh, let's talk about this Bud Light boycott. Um, so if you don't know, Bud Light decided that they was going to send a couple beers to influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Mulvaney is a transgender influencer. Um, and Bud Light uh, supposedly um, sent her these cans uh, to congratulate her on her first year of being a woman. Um, they sent her a can that actually had her face, uh, featured on one of them. Um, and Mulvaney, uh, you know, documented this in a, in a social media post. Um, Mulvaney has also had partnerships with Ulta. I believe even after this Bud Light controversy has gotten one with Nike. Um, so definitely a person of influence. Um, at least the corporations are viewing her as that. Um, now the reason this was interesting don't you know who Bud Light sells to? I don't, you've been to the bars. <laughs> you've been to a game or two. You know what I mean? Like, you know who Bud Light sells it to. The, the, the... Everybody. <laughs> they they want to be America's bear, so to speak, right? Which means they want to be Bud Light Platinum in the hood. They want, them, they want the Bud Light in, uh, at the country uh, festivals. You know what I'm saying? They want to make sure that it's in everybody's hands. They want to be America's brand. And there's a portion of America that feels some type of way about the transgender community. Um, more specifically, the the, the, the conservative right. Um, now, people such as Kid Rock, I don't know if you've seen, he came out with a video where he was shooting cans of Bud Light <laughs> in defiance to them. Uh, we're having a partnership with a transgender influencer. Um, I saw this on the cover of the New York Post that felt like uh, Bud Light was trying to push a uh, transgender agenda. Um, excuse me. Uh, people posted things on social media, pouring out their cans, destroying their cans, vowing to not drink it, saying it, it, it's Miller time now, baby. <laughs> Must be Miller time. You know what I mean? Um, which is silly. <laughs> Just to let you know where I stand on that. But, I mean, if you like a bear, you like a bear. Who cares who they... As, as long as there's not... A person that is uh been criminally charged with anything or 
uh, I, I guess, uh, biased or, or bigoted to any group of people. Like, who really cares? You know what I mean? Who, who they uh, decide. But bigotry is what is at play here. You know what I mean? People are so offended by uh, a person feeling like they were born one gender and wanting to change to a different gender that your alliance with that is defiance to their cause, apparently. And um, Bud Light, when they first came out, See, Bud Light, this thing, too, that's interesting, is Bud Light saw that that when Dylan Mulvaney did a uh, partnership with Ulta, that it caused some controversy. Um, so it could be that, you know, they wanted the smoke, right? They, they wanted the attention, right? Uh, Mulvaney also has had beef with Caitlyn Jenner, you know what I mean? So it, it, it's n no stranger to controversy. Um, but Bud Light decided that they wanted to have this partnership um, and in doing this, definitely pissed off a, a, a certain portion of their fan base. Now, now when it first had come out, Bud Light made a, a, a spokesperson uh, for Anheuser-Busch uh, that was uh, unnamed. Um, you know, Anheuser-Busch is the brewing company that owns Bud Light. It, it seems like this person, the spokesperson, stood by his choice to support Mulvaney. Uh, their comment was, uh, Anheuser-Busch works with hundreds of influencers across our brands as one of many ways to authentically connect with audiences across various demographics and passion points. From time to time, we produce unique commemorative cans for fans and for brand influencers like Dylan Mulvaney. This commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone and is not for sale to the general public. Um, that was the initial <laughs> uh, statement. Seemed like they were kind of, you know, standing by their choice. Uh, this past Friday, uh, the 14th of April, uh, Anheuser-Busch's CEO, Brendan Whitworth, decided to release a statement for the first time uh, since the backlash had began. Also, keep in mind, Bud Light also didn't post anything to their social media uh, since the backlash has began. Um, on Friday, uh, posted a picture of cans and wrote TGIF with a question mark, which is weird, a weird post. <laughs> um, but maybe just to like dip their toe in the water, right? Just to see if people were still mad, kind of, I guess, type of thing. Uh, in which they, they did receive comments where people were very anti-Bud Light on there. Um, some people decided that they were in support of Bud Light. You know what I mean? And were like, yo, because y'all rock with transgenders, because y'all being brave in, in the face of, of people trying to bully you to, to drop to her as a brand, uh, brand ambassador, um, you know, we gonna start drinking it. Um... I mean, I personally don't drink beer myself, uh, <laughs> so I, but I, I, I think not drinking a beer because of anything that, uh, because of uh, decide to do a business with a transgender, I think that's, that's, that a transgender person is, I don't know, like, why, that's silly to me that you would stop drinking a beer that you were a fan of because of that, that's, I'm sure Budweiser has made bad decisions before and it didn't stop you from wanting to get drunk on it, and why would this be such a, a, a strong point for, uh, you to stand on, I don't know. It just shows me like a lack of brand, a lo of customer loyalty to a brand. Um, but I do want to read the statement that the CEO made. Uh, his name is Brandon Whitworth, Anheuser Busch CEO. Uh, said we never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. My time serving this country taught me the importance of accountability and the values upon which America was founded: freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. As CEO of Anheuser-Busch, I am focused on building and protecting our remarkable history and heritage. I deeply care about this country, this company, our brand, and our partners. I spend much of my time traveling across America, listening and learning from my customers, distributors, and others. Um, 
and just goes on to say, you know, we stand by the brand and that, we you know, we want this to be a brand that stands for America, which I won't say is a total 180 from their original statement, but it kind of is not as strong as a we stand with Dylan <laughs> type of thing. It's kind of like, hey, 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 remember, I, I served in the military. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think America, and this is just a, a snippet of this statement, uh, America is brought up uh, twice in this in these three paragraphs you know what i mean um military's brought up freedom <laughs> is brought up uh at least once uh history and heritage is brought up and you know and, and some people might say those are co coded language you know what i mean to the conservative right to let you like i'm one of you guys you know what i mean um and if we messed up you know what i mean this is something that i want to see if we can fix um it remains to be seen you know what i mean like once again, I think shooting bear cans <laughs> over a company deciding to do business with a uh, transgender influencer, like my man Kid Rock did, is is uh, it just shows your maturity level, <laughs> and it shows you know what I mean just like I I can't give that much attention to something I dislike, and you know what I mean, but uh, apparently other people can so. <laughs> we'll see how Bud Light handles this. Uh, we'll see uh, what's going to happen. Um, like I said, Dylan Mulvaney actually just recently got a brand partnership with Nike. Um, we'll see what that's going to cause, if that's going to cause any backlash. I, I doubt it. You know what I mean? I think that the, the people who are vocal about this uh, were a, a, a significant part of Anheuser-Busch's uh, customer base but lights customer base um and that they're feeling it you know the I, i've seen stock prices of their competitors go uh, have, have, have risen so um you know it has to be affecting the business in some way shape or form and once you affect the money you're going to start affecting decisions however i don't think that's all bad for uh but like i think the fact that i'm talking about it right now people have been talking about it all week they're going to continue to talk about it um is we've reached a point where people care more about impressions and people care more about, you know, like free advertising, which we're all giving Bud Light right now, um, that it actually pans out that I, that they look at it probably as a net win, you know, what I mean, of, of money that they didn't have to spend to get their brand's name out there and something that people in two to three weeks are probably not even going to give a fuck about anymore either. So <laughs> I think Bud Light's this smart and knowing what they're doing. I, I don't want I don't want it to be a situation, though, where they're starting to take um, influencers from communities that that have been looked looked down upon or, or, or even held down um and then try to use that as like well let's just hire them whether we like them or agree with them or not just to get people talking you know what i mean it reminds me of the the song niggas in paris where will ferrell's like gets the people going like i i don't want to see people being used just to get the people going i think that um would be a tragic way to go out <laughs> you know what i'm saying and that's the type of thing that that would make me want to boycott a company um next up no federal charges are going to be um placed in the shaquella robinson case um if you are not familiar with this uh shaquella robinson was a young lady in october uh went on a luxury vacation with a couple of her friends um to visit uh so cabo san lucas mexico uh 24 hours after arriving um she was dead you know what i mean uh the friends were a little bit weird about, you know, revealing what happened, um, stated that it was, it was alcohol poisoning. Um, 
However, the autopsy revealed that uh, severe neck and spinal injuries were caused. We've seen a leaked video of a, uh, a fist fight at one point where a, a young lady was uh, severely beating up uh, Shanquella uh, without Shanquella fighting back. I believe Shanquella's like nude in the video. Um, doesn't seem to be putting up any type of fight, but you know, seems to be taking like severe blows uh, to the head and, and her entire body. Um, just even watching that video, man, it, it's hard to watch. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Uh, to find out that the federal authorities aren't going to uh, move further, it shows me that, you know, that this case has been muddied, that there's not evidence, that they probably don't want to spend the money and the resources for something that is going to be difficult to prove um, based off of it being in two, in, in two different countries. Uh, one investigating it, and then Mexico being where it was located. Um, however, Mexico has, has placed out an arrest warrant, um, but they haven't followed. There hasn't been any follow up on that warrant. Um, it's it's sad. Uh, there's, there's really no reason that anybody uh, should go on vacation and then not have answers for their family to know for their family to like have to see that video that was leaked. And then be left with that as the last image of their daughter. You know what I mean? But then there's nobody facing justice for it. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's weird. It's weird. Um, the fact that, you know, reports were saying that it was alcohol poisoning. But then, uh, you know, the, the the then them saying there was severe spinal cord injury uh, and atlas luxation. Um but a U.S. autopsy did not reveal a spinal cord injury, um, but did find brain swelling. You know, that type of difference, I think, might, might have swayed uh, federal officials from like, uh, we don't know this one's messy. We don't know if we want to even get involved in it. Um, but once again, like I said, there is an arrest warrant from uh, Mexican authorities, uh, but it hasn't yielded an actual arrest. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a sad story. It's something that I hope, you know, uh, I didn't even want to really report about it at the time because it was so murky and we didn't know, you know, what details were going to really come out of from it. And uh, I thought with time we'd get more answers and, and, and it's even just gotten more and more like murkier, <laughs> more and more of a question mark. More, like in, in the more the time passes, you just feel like justice won't uh, prevail in this one. So. Um, the attorney for the family did say civil action can still be taken and more than likely will be. Um, but yeah, just thoughts and prayers to Shankrella Robinson's family. Um, I hope justice is somehow, uh, uh, served and, and prevailed and, 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 you know, the, the, the truth always comes to light. You know what I mean? I stand by that wholeheartedly. So I think that as long as they keep their fight alive and they keep going on this, that they will f find something out at least, you know what I mean? Um, and hopefully that justice can come to... Can, can prevail man but like this this is just a hard story to even think of like i said i was watching that video earlier today and i've seen the video before but it's it still caused like a a physical reaction out of me like it still made my my heart beat fast it still made me feel like just pain for a mother and and, and a family that would have to go through that so thoughts and prayers with shinquella robinson's uh family uh moving on man on a lighter note you know what i mean uh Everybody just keep talking about this Barbie trailer. I had to go watch it. I was like, everybody keep talking about... I'm talking about people from all types of podcasts I listen to. Urban, comedy. I'm, I'm, 
it, I watched it and it left me thinking two things, really, that one, nostalgia always pays, right? People are always going to uh, want to watch something or be drawn to something that reminds them of a happier time in their life. And I guess Barbie, you know, speaks to a lot of people's childhood. But also, I think some of these influencers are getting paid to talk about it. <laughs> Let's keep it a buck, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I didn't see that much interest in it why it's even that crazy. Um... I think, you know, I mean, uh, whoever's making the movie, let me check out who's making it. Is it Warner Brothers? Um, but whoever's making that movie is throwing a bag to somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they, they definitely got these influencers and these podcasters and everybody talking about it. And, uh, you know what I mean? Don't feel free to throw a little bag my way, baby. I'll take that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take some of that movie money to talk about it. Um... I think Margaret Robbie's uh, production company is making it. Lucky Chap Entertainment. Look at that. Shout out to Margaret Robbie. Oh, shout out Issa Rae, too. I did see Issa Rae in the um, preview. You know what I mean? And and doing the damn thing. I'm proud, proud of young Issa Rae. You know what I'm saying? Out here making uh, making that money. Okay. Oh, yeah. Lucky, Lucky Chap Entertainment, uh, which is Margaret Robbie's, company, Margaret Robbie's company, as well as uh, Mattel Films. So that's pretty fly. You know what I mean? Um, and Heyday Films will co-produce. That's lit. Shout out to them. I hope it. You know, I hope the movie blows up. I hope it uh, makes a ton of money. Uh, looks like they're putting a lot of money behind it. Um, and like I said, shout out Easter Ray. I like seeing young black sisters out here making that big Hollywood money. Also, something big that I seen, man. I had to talk on in the sports world, man. They announced the big fight coming this August fifth. Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul. <laughs> I can't wait to see it, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be big. It's gonna be a big one. Um Nate came from the UFC, just retired. Jake Paul is off of a loss. You know what I mean? He was knocking out everybody left and right and finally caught an L to Tommy Fury. So, you know what I mean? The the dragon can be slayed. Um I think it's crazy that it, it's Jake Paul, you know what I mean? I mentioned this on the show before, but that Jake Paul attracts more attention than some boxers, <laughs> professional boxers, you know what I mean? And he's brought the entertainment back to it. It's, it's something that I think was big with Muhammad Ali, something that was big in the Floyd uh, Mayweather era is that shit talking for the promo, you know what I mean? It's something that's that big in UFC nowadays. It's something that's the WWF. Like, some people that watch WWF love the promos where they would have to talk to, to Mean Gene Oakland more than the actual, like wrestling action portion of it you know what i mean um so you come to see why somebody like jake paul could be big because he knows how to entertain he knows how to promote a fight um he's doing it through his company nate diaz is, this is his first time promoting his own uh fight so we're gonna see how interesting that'll be um and other than this the only big thing i'm thinking about is that javante davis versus ryan garcia you know what i'm saying like and I, i'm not i'm not the hugest boxing fan, I ain't gonna front, like, I probably watch more of these YouTubers and, and other people box than, than professional boxers, but I can't go nowhere without hearing about Javante Davis versus Ryan Garcia, so I'm definitely got that uh, coming up, that's gonna be April 22nd at the T-Mobile Arena um, looking forward to it, it's gonna be a good one um, I, guess, I guess I got my money on Tank, right, that's where the smart money's going, but I'm not sleeping on Ryan Garcia either, you know what I mean uh, the Jake Paul, Nate Diaz fight will be August 5th, America Airlines Center in Dallas. It's going to be eight rounds um, at 185, which I think, you know, Jake's coming down to 185 and Nate's going up to 185. And it's going to be boxing. It's going to be interesting to see how they do it. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I like the fact that 
for some reason, and you, you would have thought that the hype, the hype started during the pandemic. You would have thought it had been done by now for the whole Jake Paul celebrity fighting era, but he's making it happen. He's turning it into something, and I like when people turn something out of nothing. So, you know what I mean? Salute to uh, Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. Get your money. Avoid the CTE, please. You know what I mean? Stay safe and protect yourself at all times, man. And that, my friends, is another episode of Perfect Talk Podcast in the books. You can find your guy DJ Playboy on Twitter at DJ Playboy. Find me on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also, check out every, uh, oh, well, my fault. Follow us, uh, Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio and also at Perfect Talkers on Twitter. Uh, make sure you watch us on YouTube. We got the, the channel popping on there. Check out every episode right there. You know what I mean? We do big things on the YouTube. Uh, make sure you support, uh, subscribe, and like the videos. You know what I mean? We like that, too. The algorithm loves it. Um, also, every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast is available on our website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Um, giving it a new look. So, you know what I mean? Some changes coming through. So, uh, enjoy enjoy the rock. We're we, we just getting better with everyone, but uh, you can check out every episode on there of perfect talk podcast my radio show money talks radio and the radio show i do so solo dolo the night shift yes yes go check it out right there on the website perfecttalkpodcast.com also every episode of perfect talk podcast is available on apple podcast google podcast soundcloud spotify iHeartRadio. uh we, we trying to get it some more places too so let us know if you got like a favorite uh podcast network or, or, or platform that you that you can't find us on let us know because we're gonna get up on there too so uh perfect talk radio uh typically comes up when you search that and just let me know if you can't find it. i'll send you a link we got the link tree popping you can just go follow instagram and just keep up with everything we're doing but uh we dropping episodes every week for y'all banger after banger after banger um also check out every wednesday night i'm live with my homegirl ao niche on uh youtube instagram twitter uh facebook all of that she is called ao niche and friends featuring uh dj playboy the live podcast and it's 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 interesting you know what i mean we having guests on there we got we interacting with people in the, the live you know what i'm saying it's fun man and and it's the enjoyment of just live TV, anything can happen, things could go wrong on the fly, we gotta figure things out, so you know what I mean, it's a different beast than podcasting, but it, uh, it's a great skill to have, <laughs> a great notch to have on my belt, and I ain't going front, so go check it out, it's an entertaining time, and we always keep it a party, it's always love, you know what I'm saying, shout out to the friends, shout out to the entire community rocking with us, you know what I mean, it's, it's love, it's peace, it's everything, you know what I mean, it's a great place to be, so every Wednesday night, Ayo Nisha Friends Live Podcast featuring DJ Playboy, go check that out. Um, and I think that's it, man. We up out of here. Um, just been rocking out, doing the damn thing. Uh, stay peaceful, stay blessed, stay spreading love. I I had to like take a little moment to myself in the past week to be like, I right, certain things got got to be eliminated just to find that balance of life, so everything else could go right. You know what I mean? My, sometimes you got to minus one thing out. So that way everything else can still fall into place and the whole entire row of dominoes is not going to drop. So I had to do that myself this week um, and, and kind of fall back on a creative project that I was doing. But we right back at it. Uh, we got some ducks in a row and we just moving forward into this new season. So uh, stay peaceful, stay blessed and uh, stay spreading that love. It's the Brooklyn way, baby. We up out of here. Peace.